We want you to become an honorary gosling. Join us. You'll get exclusive access to conversations and content that would otherwise get us banned from social media. Plus, you'll get free digital downloads of some of our books and selective writings. And check this out. You'll get to participate in our live monthly Discord chat and more if you join our exclusive Patreon following that we like to call The After Party. It only costs $5 a month, which is basically a cup of coffee, and it helps us make the show better. We love you guys and can't wait to see you there. Become an honorary Goslings at patreon.com forward slash the Goslings and sign up today. One thing that people do not think about, and, and it's probably going to hit almost everybody in one, one time or another, is the pink slip being fired. Yeah. And that's a serious situation. Why not prep for it? Odds yeah. are it's going to happen to you, especially in this day and age. We're going to mm-hmm. see a lot more unemployment thanks to inflation and craziness mm-hmm. and everything like that. So why not prepare for it? You know, forget all the zombies and all this other, you know, mm-hmm. prepper crap. Prepare for the pink slip. Yeah. You know, yeah. know that you're either you or your spouse or both. You're going to get fired. Your YouTube feed is crap. Stop wasting your time watching bot-boosted shills and self-appointed gurus cloying for your attention. Instead, join the Goslings interview, live stream, and podcast. The Goslings, a dark-lit digital speakeasy of free thinkers. A super chat of radical truth-seeking wizards who eat trolls for second breakfast. Topics that'll make your mama's hair stand on end. Ideas that'll make your pastor's knees knock. Guests that will illuminate the hidden chambers of your mind. And interviews that strike down the darkness. Welcome to the Goslings. Is that uh, is that probably one of the top three things that you would recommend for a suburban prepper as someone? Who, Food. Yeah. Food. Yeah. Especially with what we're coming into right now. And th- this is one of the reasons why I've got such a, a, a passion at, at, is the inflation is is killing us. But uh, what people don't realize is that what is today's date? Yeah. By the end of the month. The global reserves of fertilizer will have been depleted. Yep. And with Russia and Ukraine basically going at it and everything, 40% of the raw materials for fertilizer come out of Russia, Ukraine, and the Belarus. Mm-hmm. And so all this is taking place. Fertilizer is not being made and hasn't been made. And fertilizer is just not throw a bunch of chemicals there and, and throw it out in the ground. Fertilizer takes at least a year to three years to be made. It's a time-consuming process, takes a lot of of natural gas or heat to create and everything. And so since we are running out of these these, uh, raw materials and we've also getting close to depleting the current source, the fertilizer is just not going to be around. And so countries like India is also a producer, Brazil is also a producer. India is keeping all their fertilizer. They're not releasing it. Brazil is now out of fertilizer too. Um, but yeah, India just came out just recently and the, and the whole reason, in fact, India just released also that they are no longer exporting rice because wow. they're, they're, yeah, rice prices are going to start going up through the roof. <clears throat> that was just a couple of days ago. Uh, they're not going to be, or the, or the tariffs to export rice are going to be outrageous. So they're basically keeping all the rice at home because they see a global famine coming, coming down the pipe. Yeah. Um, and- 
that probably is the kind of thing that could have been avoided if the previous administration had stayed in office because the previous administration was really courting India pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but so, uh, here, here we but are. I've, I've got a very big concern about the food issue. And this winter, I mean, uh, I track a lot of, I mean, no, it says winter is going to be, okay, you know, kind of, eh. but uh, being in the Appalachian Mountains, I listened to a lot of Appalachian folklore. And so persimmon seeds are saying that we're going to have a very harsh winter. We also here in this area, we've been getting a lot of black walnuts and a lot of acorns. And then usually these are a sign of a harsh winter coming as well, at least for the Appalachian area. It's an Appalachian folklore stuff. But uh, look at look at uh, look up seed. In fact, you can go to uh, Appalachia Homestead by Patera. She has a couple of videos where she does persimmon seed readings and she'll pick a persimmon, split it. And in it will have either a fork, knife or a spoon. And this is, I don't know why it just does. But a fork means that you're going to be eating well during the winter. It's going to be OK. A knife means that you're going to have high winds and it's going to cut like a knife. A spoon means that you're going to be shoveling snow. And all the seeds, <laughs> wow. uh, you know, everybody's been doing persimmon seed readings around here. Um, and yeah, she, uh, so it's going to be a very harsh winter. And so winter this year is going to be very bad. And then uh, seed production also has dropped quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And so you got seed and fertilizer. Mm-hmm. That means crops are going to be very small. Um, yeah. And that means less food. And so people need to be buying as much food as they can right now while it's still available on the shelves at a reasonable, reasonable price mm-hmm. and uh, stock up because next year is going to be really bad. And we're going to get to the point where it's have and have not. We're already hitting that already, yeah. but it's going to get a heck of a lot worse. Yeah. So. What else aside from just the food situation because you're right you know and i've read these reports i think i may have even read them on your website uh, because you write so many great articles uh, about the there's the fertilizer issue which is going to cause the seed issue which is going to cause the lack of crops issue it's a domino Mm -hmm. Uh, but aside from that uh, what else do you perceive as coming down the pipe here in the near future the the case of haves and have-nots will america ever run out of food no I think there will always be food on the shelves. The problem is, is I think that people are going to be priced out of the food market. And so to, to actually eat good, healthy food, people are not going to afford it. So they're going to live off top ramen and mac and cheese. And yeah. so people who, because again, our buying power is being eroded right now. And, and, and again, they're, they're continuing to say that hyperinflation or the inflation is going to continue to go into 2023. So our buying power is going to get even worse. When you couple that with the lack of food and all these other things, I mean, it's going to get astronomical. So people are literally going to be priced out of the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, we're going to start seeing a lot more crime. And people are, mm-hmm. I mean, a man will do anything to feed his family. So things yeah. are going to get crazy. Mm-hmm. And and so it is, and, and this is real SHTF sort of situations. And, you know, unless the government does something to, you know, soup kitchens right now, I, I mean, I know you're seeing reports and stuff. Soup kitchens are not are running out of food. You know, you know, these these pantries are running out of food because they're having more demand and not enough food coming in. Yeah. And it's just because the food isn't there, you know, yeah, so yeah. it's 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 really bad. And, but again, next year, next uh, winter 2023 is going to be horrendous. 
You think yeah. this time right now is bad. I really, and I'm not the only one saying this too. There's mm -hmm. a lot of people out there. And, and then, I mean, you can go to the ag department, you can uh, go to the, the, the farmer farm bureau and everything. And you can read all the stuff there. I mean, these guys are just telling you right there, you know, folks, we are not going to be producing food next year. And yeah. so if they're not producing it. Then how are people going to eat? And mm -hmm. so I really, I really encourage people to really start one, get a garden going, tear out yeah. that freaking backyard grass and plant a serious garden because you're, you're, you're you and your family's lives are going to depend on. It. And then two, get your hunting and fishing license, learn yeah. to start being self-sufficient that way. And then three, learn to forage. I mean, yeah. it is there, you know, foraging. Um, you know, if you're new to foraging, this is Samuel Thayer. He is like the best guy. Samuel Thayer. Incredible. Uh, what is it? In Wild Edibles. Wild Edibles. Yep. Yeah. He's got several books, but he's probably the best forager, you know, author on foraging and everything out there. Um, I've got a, a, several of his books. I love his books. Um, I mean, a lot of the stuff I, I kind of know already. But yeah. um, his stuff just goes into for so much more detail. But, you know, garden, hunt, fish, and forage. Learn these things now. Because that's what happened when, when, when we were raising up. I mean, when I, when I was growing up, um, our, our family was going through, you know, financial hardship and, and stuff. And so at that time, you can dig out of dumpsters and get good stuff or the butchers would save you things. So my mom made friends with the butchers and they knew us and everything. And so, um, but I mean, there'd be times we'd pull over to the side, ooh, blackberries, pull yeah. over. We'd sit there and pull or, no, my, oh, mustard greens, pull over. I oh, mean, yeah. we, we, my mom was picking out stuff, you know, dandelions, so dandelions. So we'd go out to like, you know, city parks and pick up all the, I mean, we, we did all that stuff, you know, yeah. pick up, pick up, um, walnuts. I hate black walnuts and I hate walnuts to this day because I used to eat so many and we were forced to eat walnuts. And... <laughs> yeah. so, but, um, but a lot of the wild edibles out there, there's so much out there that you can eat that people just don't know. Yeah. And it's just learning to learn how to prepare it, practice, how to prepare it. And I think, you know, by doing this, by augmenting your, your, your food, by having a, an arc to go to and everything, you are going to be able to save money in the long run and use that money for other stuff that you're going to need down the road versus, you know, paying top dollar for rice, beans and whatever else that you're going to be going to be buying. But, yeah. you know, looking in my crystal ball, that's what I see. I'm I'm mm -hmm. I hate to use the word fearful. But yeah. I am deeply concerned about where this nation is going to go. And I pray to God that the election does something to maybe slow it down. Yeah. Is it going to happen? Yes, it's going to happen. But maybe with the election, we uh, it would get slowed down. Yeah. Well, so. it's, it's globalist versus nationalist, you know, and it is not a yeah. popular thing to be a nationalist in D.C. It's one of the strongest ironies. Oh. Yep. of our our failing nation state yep. you know that you are you are incentivized and blackmailed depending on which island you may or may not have yep. been to to be a part of the <laughs> globalist system you yeah know? yeah and one last uh thing that i wanted to ask you specifically about this uh in regards to you know food and prepping and everything um mike fisher had asked uh or he had mentioned iodine 
So I wanted to ask you about um, water treatment and water preservation mm, in a question. suburban environment, because Nick and I both have steps that we have taken towards that. But, you Just know, a couple and most people will have like maybe a Berkey water filter or, you know, um, a Brita filter or life straws, you know, if they yeah. think they're really weird. But like, what are some recommendations for the suburban? I, I totally agree with you with Berkey. Okay. Um, and and then also uh, as a backup, um, we have this, I forget who the company is, but they're using Dalton filters. They're, the Dalton filters come over from, from England and these are porcelain. And the great thing about Dalton's versus Berkey's is Dalton's, uh, you, can, you can wash and clean and reuse. Mm. Where the Berkeys, the black Berkeys are somewhat mm. porous. And I mean, now what you do is you take a potato scraper and you can scrape it off and, and clean it that way. Mm -hmm. But Daltons are a little costly, but mm -hmm. they are truly reusable because it's a, a porcelain and then they have a bunch of other stuff that they got in their filters and stuff. But all you really need then is, is the housing and uh, stock up on some of these, these Dalton figures. Dalton filters, and uh, you basically have the same 99.99% that Berkey offers and yeah. stuff. In fact, yeah, Berkey used to have Daltons in it until they developed their own uh, filter oh, and, and okay. stuff like that way back when. So, yeah, um, it was the only kind of Achilles heel with Berkey uh, is um, those filters. I think you have to replace them after 10,000 gallons or something like that, yeah. and which is a lot. But eventually, especially if you're using it as your primary source, like, yeah, you're going to hit that point, you know, mm -hmm. and Berkey stuff. I mean, even two or three years ago, it was 250 to 350 bucks for, you know, yeah. a decent sized one. Yeah, and then what do you what do you do if, you know, at some point if um, a facility gets hit? Because there have actually been stories that I've seen over the past six months where some water treatment facilities have either been hit or there were reports that they were trying to hit them or there was like a scam where they said they were hit and it it did hiccup you know the supply for a while so like if you're in a suburb if you lose you know your ability to have plumbing is there any sort of stopgap that you recommend for that yeah um can i run, run let me run here real absolutely quick. Yeah. yeah this is awesome this is great man <laughs> this, this, this is like, a this is going to be uh, an interview you can go back and watch several times and take notes and just keep adding things to your list take mm -hmm. notes i mean talk about a checklist yeah yeah man this is fantastic all right um first of all i hate life straws i think uh who uh, is it who who was in the bible that had the 300 men and caleb and huh caleb caleb and he's yep. like, how do you choose your men well, the men who drink, you know, get on their bellies, ditch oh, yeah. them. The guys yeah. who will bring the water up to them and, and be on their knee or whatever, those are your guys. And you got yeah. 300 of those. Uh, life straws force you to get on your belly. And I hate them. Uh, yeah. yeah. Situational awareness goes completely out the window. But Sport Berkey, I mean, Berkey makes a sport bottle. Oh, cool. These things rock. They yeah. are about, uh, about 45, 50 bucks a bottle. They will filter 100 gallons of filthy water and then about 400 gallons, 500 gallons of tap. So, really? uh, you, you, so, so for dirty water, being get it out of the back of your toilet, out yeah. of your tub, you know, whatever like that. Uh, but, you know, you can take this down to the to the creek and fill it up, drink it, prime it, drink it. 
Um, I did a video a long time ago that you can, you can probably find it. And I'm sitting by this kiddie pool that we used to have. And it was all algaed out. The dogs used to drink about out of the chickens used to get in it. I mean, it was filthy. A mosquito farm. Yeah. And so I took my sport burgie bottle, did it, primed it and started drinking. And, and so I am a big fan of the sport Berkey bottle and you can buy okay. extra filters too for about 20 bucks. Um, but it acts right. as a canteen so you can take your water with you. And, uh, and it's, it's a typical bike bottle or, you know, I don't know how much a whole, mm-hmm. Man, that's cool. 22 ounces. So it'll hold water, but you can basically get water from anywhere. And I mean, it's, it's the Berkey technology. So 99.999%. So chlorine, if you can run across a, a pool, Mm-hmm. chlorine gets chlorine out you run across a creek all the all the viruses and microbes and all the other crap that you know mm-hmm. animal urine and everything like that um <laughs> gets gets passed through uh but i am a big fan of the sport berkey bottle cool and um yeah this is this is and i've got you know all you know we've got a bunch of these just for us so that's awesome you know, what about um, Two is one rule? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Two is you know I say the same thing about guns, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's uh real quick? What are your thoughts on um, water storage? Like you know, fifty gallon drums or those blue containers? Fifty gallon Walmart. Yeah, I mean just anything you keep water in. Um, yeah. I've got. Um, in fact, I'm really thinking about buying more of them. But there's these dog pools. They they fold up. They're really nice. They're super strong, and we bought uh, our daughter one for this last year, and it took a beating. It's still in great shape. I mean, it's got some algae on it and everything. But the dogs were in it. She was in it. I mean, it, it grew <laughs> an experiment in it. I mean, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> um, but it's very. Yeah. It's this super thick plastic. It's it's meant to be abused and and everything. Yeah. But I'm really thinking about getting several of those because it holds about 90 gallons of water, if not more. Um, cool. And just you know, because if you got one of these, it doesn't matter where your water source comes from. So yeah. 50 gallon drums. Uh, you know, uh, another great thing is if you know anything's happened, get it's called bath bomb, or what it is, is it's the liner that gets thrown into your bathtub. So if you know crap is coming down the pipe really fast, grab it, throw it in your bathtub, it's it it sticks onto your your thing, and you get about 50 gallons of water in your bathtub, and it's self contained, comes with a primer and everything, so you can pull the water out and and everything. But bath, you know, water, water bobs, um. But again, if you have this, it doesn't matter where where you're storing your water, because yeah. uh, this will filter it all, or your Berkey will filter it all, or if you're or if you're using the Dalton filters and everything, you can get two two um, five gallon buckets, drill the proper holes and everything, get a bunch of Dalton filters, and make your own you know Berkey system. Mm-hmm. So you know, and if you really want to go out and buy the Berkey filters, you know they're like hundred seventy five dollars each. Yeah, you know yeah. Um, they're ridiculous. But yeah. uh, the Daltons are actually less, you know, cost less. And and the great thing about the Daltons is you clean them. Right. So, they're better bang for the buck long term. Yeah, better bang yeah. for your buck in the long term. Yeah. But you know, wherever you can store your water, store it. I mean, we've got a creek on our property. So that's one of my mm-hmm. primary water sources. I'm, I'm thinking about drilling a well just so we have a secondary. Um, you know, we're on city water and, and everything like that. But um, it's always good to have multiple 
sources of water and and, and things. Mm-hmm. I got a question for you. Um, if you, so we're we're all Christians. We know you're a Christian. We're we're evangelical Christians. Um, in light, uh, so prepping in light of being a Christian, if if mm-hmm. you know what hits the fan as a Christian, is there anything specifically that you feel we need to be prepared for? Based on yeah, I mean one one of my and one of my favorite verses in Scripture is First Peter three fifteen it says, "Always be ready to share the hope that's within you in meekness and fear." And and what people do is when they read that verse, they they kind of like brush over the always part. Well, always means always. Always means in good times and in bad. How do you share the hope when it's in bad times? Well, you prepare for it. And yeah. how can you, how, I mean, imagine, you know, SHTF has happened and everything like that. You're a Christian and all this other stuff. And, you know, how do you go out and share the gospel when you're wearing all tattered, stinky clothes and standing in a food kitchen line? Mm. Why should I listen to you? You're an idiot. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so, um, and that's what people that's are going to say. You're, you're some idiot Christian. Great point. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, whereas if you've prepared and everything, at least you have the wherewithal and everything because you're ahead of the curve. You're not standing in the kitchen line. Your clothes look somewhat nice. You don't stink too badly or anything like that. And mm-hmm. so, you know, people will take you far more seriously. And so when people, because again, during natural disasters and catastrophes and all these other things, that's the biggest time where people are looking for the hope. And so yeah. what makes you different as the Christian versus the Christian who's standing in the soup kitchen line smelling like a pig and all torn up clothes, you know? always be ready to share the hope and and so many christians today aren't and um i i I, i'm probably going to go down an avenue people that piss off a lot of people but um go for it yeah (laughs) Um, i i i i'm a pan tribber so but a lot of people out there are not preparing because you know why should i prepare the rapture's coming all right. And every year around Harash Hashanah, you always hear it and everything like that. I really don't care anymore. I And so, but here's something for that a lot of people don't think about. Okay, the rapture is going to happen and everything. How many people do you know that do not know the Lord? How many people of your family? How many friends and everything like that? How many people know that you're a prepper? And so if the rapture takes place and you're gone and everything, who is the first person that they're going to go look for? You know, it's probably going to be you. So why not prepare and create kits so that, you know, even though you may not want to prepare or anything, why not prepare for your loved ones for after the rapture and and have Bibles, have DVDs, have literature, have all this, as well as food, guns, medicine and, and mm-hmm. water for them to at least kind of, you know, make a go. That is and, awesome. I've you know, heard that it, 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 what you're doing is ministering to them after the fact. It's yeah. like, hey, Bob, listen, you know, I, I know you're here. You know, you can make a DVD or a video of yourself and everything. If you're watching this, Bob, then, you know, hey, the rapture's taking place and it sucks to be you. But <laughs> I've got you, you know, I got you covered because I love you and I want to see you in heaven with That's me. Awesome. You just got to make it or you don't, uh, you just need to get the Lord in your life. You know, so mm-hmm. by this time, you know, the Lord's real because I'm gone. so but why aren't more christians i mean here's a perfect evangelism point they can evangelize to their friends after the rapture and why aren't Mm -hmm. they doing it you know or i mean if anything you know you get my idea 
Yeah. Yeah. My frustration because yeah. I get these arguments all the time. Uh, why should I, you know, prep because the Raptors? Oh, right. You know, so well, you. Because so you can still evangelize you. in a way after your rapture. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You know, think about those loved ones that yeah. you know won't make it, and you know them. Don't yeah. you love them? Mm-hmm. So That's you know, I've so, never yeah. heard anybody say that before. I haven't either. In all yeah. the times I've been in church, I've never heard anybody yeah. talk about that. It's it's yeah. very you know, very selfish thinking. And mm-hmm. and that's why I've just I'm I'm pan trib now. I don't care anymore. I'm yeah. ready. I, I'm ready. If it, if it happens, I'm ready. But if it doesn't happen, I mean, one of the things I'm looking You're for ready. is the two witnesses and the temple being re, being built. Yep. If mm-hmm. I see those going, then I go, OK, I know what's going on now. So mm-hmm. a, pre- a prepper prepares no matter what. Yep. And, and <laughs> yeah. so, you know. And that's when I, I I I join the forces of good and you know do whatever it is to battle the Antichrist. And how long have you been a believer? Like when did you uh... took the question right out of oh, my yeah, mouth? Sorry, yeah. that's great. Yep. Hey, I, I, I was, when did you come to the Lord? <laughs> I was I was raised in church. Uh, I went to a Christian school, graduated from a Christian school, and everything. And it probably wasn't until the army. Um, and uh, God, I was about to make I a joke that it was a grenade. I don't I don't know the date. I, I and, and this is weird. So many people know the exact day and time and and everything. But I I remember um, I was I was laying in bed and uh, and and just life. I was divorcing my first wife and she was a German. I met her over in Germany. I, I ETS out of Germany. I stayed there and hung out in Germany for a while. Um, and Did you bring her back to the States or I, I brought her back here to the States and everything yeah. like that. But I just life was going south. And I remember it was like 3 a.m. in the morning and um, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. And I for the first time, I felt like absolute loneliness, absolute nothingness, you know, no, no God at all. Mm-hmm. And and that's a weird feeling, you know, when you in the absence of, of God. And, and I felt that, and I was, and I was like, God, you know, I am so tired of running this. I am sick of the freaking rat race. I'm sick of the, of, of all this other stuff. Yeah. You know, I I've done it all, been it all. And cause when I was in the army, I was, I was pretty rebellious, been there, done that. You know, I, I, I dabbled in witchcraft. I, I got baptized as a Mormon. Um, I, I did Buddhism. I did I mean, all these things that the army brains and all this other crap. And, oh, right. and yeah. I just got sick and tired of, you know, and I, and, and God is like, God kept me on the leash and he'd let me get out there and dabble and then yank me back. And then I go over here, you know, okay. Okay. God. Okay. God. Ooh, you know, unicorns. And, uh, and so it just, and after a while, it just, I, I didn't, there was nothing else. And and finally, I says, you know what, God, I'm I'm done running. I'm so sick and tired of my life. I mean, I wasn't suicidal or anything like that. It's just like, you know, what what is there? What is it? Why? Where? Where's my hope? Where's my purpose? Where's my, you know? Uh, if you haven't figured, I'm kind of an A type anyway, so I kind of need that. And uh, and so um, at 3 a.m. in the morning, man, I said, okay, my that's it, my life for you. I'm living for you, God. And, and from that time on, I just, I was balls of the walls and I, long time ago, I created a ministry called Prophecy and, um, 
you know, a lot of people were, were affected as Dale with Bible prophecy world events. And I used to put out a weekly newsletter. I used to have a bunch of people writing for me and, and everything like that. And uh, you, you name it, I knew them in Bible prophecy. I did a couple conferences, put on, hosted, you know, a couple conferences. Uh, had Tim LaHaye actually come to one of my conferences speak. Oh, wow. A uh, lady, I don't know, I could name a bunch of names, you probably don't know them all. So, But um, I was very involved with the Pre-Trib Research Center, and uh, that's a think tank out, out of Dallas. Okay. And uh, and things. Cool. So I was I was very involved in that and, and everything. And at time, my my German wife was an atheist, and uh, and so I came home. It was interesting. I come home from church one day, and she goes, "Ray, I, and I, I just I can't be married to a Christian anymore." And it's like, okay. So and the interesting thing is, wow. I was I was in the ministry. I was doing ministry. I was doing prophecy, and I was doing all this stuff. And here I've got an atheist wife. And, uh, and she just finally said, I can't do it anymore. But I was, I've been praying. It's like, God, you know, help her become a Christian, lead her to, 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 to Christ or get her out of my life. Mm-hmm. And she's the one who said it and wanted out. And it says in Corinthians, you know, if an unbeliever wants to go, let him go. And do so, not be unequally yoked. Yeah. So, but, uh, Yeah. It, it just and, and again i can't remember the day or time i just remember it was i i, I remember the time because it was 3 a.m i i looked over at my clock the and hour. yeah the witching hour yeah yeah and and it's just this feeling of emptiness and aloneness and and everything and it's like what is there what is there to live for where you know I, and it's a hard thing to explain and um all right i, mean, I, I, I basically was broken and it's like, okay, you know, it's, my life for you. It's so amazing, too, because that is um, that is a classic Jesus move, by the way, to, you know, to hit you to for you to be hit by something that dark, like, you know, pure spiritual loneliness at 3 a.m., the height of the witching hour. Mm-hmm. That is prime darkness time. That is prime mm-hmm. devil time. Right. Mm-hmm. And yet what does God do? He he does the same thing that Jesus did a lot of times in his ministry. He takes that and uses it out of, you know, love for you and faith in you and, and what he's put in you to bring you back to him. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's such a cool, like a lot of people, um, the first article that I read of yours was one that Nick sent to me about uh, not being a pacifist, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and it kind of, a lot of people don't know what to do with, real jesus they know what to do with gentle jesus meek and mild turn the other cheek they don't know what to do with you know sell your cloak and buy a sword jesus and oh yeah by the way i'm gonna go you know preach in the areas where the fallen angels landed and i'm gonna go you know into hell and i'm or just Mm -hmm. you know all these different things that like jesus his ministry and it shows up in people's lives such as your experience there he uses those moments to deprive or deny the enemy. You know, mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. takes those hills and those fortifications from the enemy that they set up to trap you and like us. 3 a.m. Like 3 a.m. And yep. the darkness and being, you know, and, and that spiritual isolation and being married to an atheist. And, you know, he it's almost like he waits and lets the devil set mm-hmm. up, you know, these traps, these fortifications. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to come in with a Moab. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to rescue this guy, you know, from his situation that you have tried to set up and destroy him with. And it's such a cool move. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus is not 
the pacifist that the nice, comfortable, safe martyr that everybody thinks he is like, dude, Jesus is a conqueror, man. He's to be feared. Yeah. As well as loved. Yeah. He's the lion of Judah. Yeah. The lion. Yeah. yeah. It, you know? it, it, it's, it's interesting. Uh, after I really, cause I was, I, I considered myself a Christian and born again and everything that, and I, I think every serious Christian goes through this. You, you become a Christian, you get born again, but you then sooner or later transition to where you finally submit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, some people just don't make it there, you know, yeah. but mm -hmm. you, you do get to a point where you finally submit and everything. And I remember that. And after submitting to him and everything, about a year or so later, uh, a group called Avalon came out. Oh, yeah. And mm -hmm. they, yeah, yeah. Avalon. And on it, uh, their their Maze of Grace album has a, has a song called Speed of Light. And it's called Love by, you know, where where. And, and it was weird. I'm getting chills down my back already. Cool. Is, um, Good stuff. In the, the song, they talk about 3 a.m., you know, and the and the morning's dead and all this other. And then he came to that person at the speed of light and everything. It's like, that's you. Yep. Yeah. Dude. So, um, but yeah, just talk. I'm getting Isn't that crazy? Me. Like, you have such a specific experience like that. And then you hear a song like that, which in the church is typically referred to as a confirmation. But what it does is it tells you you are not. Well, in a way, it tells you you're not special because, you know, you're not the only one it's happened to. Sure. But you are special in that it's worth, you know, it's worth it to God to come and rescue you in that scenario. But you're not the only one to have that experience. Mm -hmm. So you're not crazy and you're not alone. And those mm -hmm. are the two things that, yeah. you know, Satan really wants to convince christians mm -hmm. of is that you know just like some that you know conservatives are surrounded by they want to convince you that you are crazy and you are alone but you're not mm -hmm. you know yeah. and that's uh like mike had pointed out something in the comments earlier about um you know having a network of people you know and in a suburban environment it seems so critical to, to get to know your neighbors yeah. and it's it takes so little to get to know your neighbors, you know, and to build some sort of a rapport with them. But it's so easy to never do that. Well, you it's know, but interesting how I'm doing that is my neighbor. I, I, I've got my ham license cool. and my neighbor, I, I noticed some antennas on him. And uh, and so this is I, I'm I'm a big fan of Baofeng. And yeah. Baofeng, if you can go and you see my videos, I did a video about a, about the Baofeng UV UV 5R. Mm -hmm. And, I have like uh, five of those, I think. Yeah, I a bunch of those. cheap yeah. radios. I yeah, mean, they're like twenty-five bucks. Yeah, the I mean, you get the whole kit, kit and caboodle for like thirty-nine. Yeah. But um, I mean, they are great. Get your feet wet. Get moving. But you can buy a, a number of these. Just store them. Keep them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if the crap hits the fan, the FCC is not going to be running around looking for everybody. Hand radios out to everybody. <laughs> right. And yeah. and you got decent communication. And mm -hmm. so but this this is my newest. This is a 10 watt. And uh, I've been playing with this one. I love I like this one. Um, what is it about that one that you like? Um, I've had pro I live in a hollow or a bowl. Yep. And I've got trees all around me. I, mm -hmm. I live in a forest. And the repeaters are about 10 miles away, and I don't have line of sight. Uh, I've got a good antenna on it and everything. And the five watt just wasn't really reaching out there crystal clear. 
the the eight watt i honestly have not tried because i got a really good antenna thinking that you know and here i'm broadcasting i'm hearing people my antenna sucked it was a broken antenna and so i i i didn't know and then uh testing that's how i found it because i was testing this and i went over to my neighbor and mike mike dude you know brandon it's not testing what's going on is it your antenna so he switched out his antenna let me borrow this and then i'm getting a good diamond you know whip antenna for mine tomorrow but um but yeah this booms and so it hits the repeaters easily 10 miles away and because here here in the roanoke area we live in a bowl it's a giant you know spring hills in a bowl yeah tennessee valley spring hill we're all in the same boat yeah Yeah, great place to live for a nuke i uh, if you ever got to (laughs) map go to nuke map Yes. And run, run your, yeah. run your fallouts. And, and you can I, I select you, your, your, uh, water, your megatonnage, you yeah, know, you, you can, can select your stuff. That's a cool website. Out of DC and Baltimore and New York. I mean, I'm just uh-huh. blowing up everywhere and none of the fallout is coming to Rona. Dude, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> well, speaking of nukes, our, uh, our, our, uh, sponsor, Mike, uh, had a question about your opinion on Putin. Putin has obviously just done some chest oh, yeah, thumping, sure. some threatening positioning. Uh, what do you think about all that? What's your opinion of Putin? Um, I honestly don't think he's bluffing, but he's got too much trouble at home to launch a nuke. Mm-hmm. And um, and then our, you know, the scary thing is is that I think that he would only do you know short range, you know, minor tactical nukes, something mm-hmm. that will you know blow up a, a block. He's not going to go crazy. Um, and then, but the thing is our response, they've already released right. what our response is. We're going to blow the crap up out of your Caspian sea base and everything in the Caspian sea. Yeah. So, um, and then it's know, on and, and it's just, it's this escalation thing mm-hmm. where the previous administration had a head on their shoulders and would be able to negotiate and talk and everything like that. Uh, the current administration, I'm just, I'm concerned to say, push that button. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. yeah, tapioca brain's gonna try and find the button, baby. Yeah, <laughs> and and so uh, is Putin, bu- and that's the biggest thing is Putin bluffing. Yeah, part of me says no, he isn't, but part of me, you know, he's he himself is getting backed up in the wall. I mean, yeah. the day that he made that announcement, Russians fled freaking Russia. You could not buy a plane ticket out of Russia because they were yeah. all these men were leave. Everybody was leaving. Because oh, um, he also called up 300,000 reservists at the same time to go fight in Ukraine. And and so rats are jumping the ship. Yeah. And so he's got a lot of problems going on at home. But is, is he crazy enough to, you know, to, to, to push that button or something like that? You know? What if uh, what if someone's watching this video and they go to Nuke Map and they're like, wow, I'm in a really heavy fallout area. And they hear that, hear your opinion about Putin. Would you recommend that they relocate? Is this the time to think about relocating? I mean, the negative is with with the high inflation and everything, mortgage rates are are sitting at six point something percent. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're probably going to go up to eight. And then when they do that full point, you know, who knows what how high they're going to go by then. But uh, mortgage rates are, are, are not good. But if you're able to absorb that and get a mortgage, and uh, at least find someplace else or something like that. That might be a, a, a viable solution, just to get out of the area and and, and things. Um, the the negative, and here's here's the bad thing, and and this is 
is if we actually had full-scale nuclear war and everything like that, there would be a lot of survivors. There would be a lot of people killed, and there would be a lot of survivors. But uh, within three years that you're talking about, you know, most people dying of famine. Yeah. And, and everything. And so um, it's just, you know, nuclear war doesn't help anybody. But and, and for something that massive and everything, you know, that's you 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 have your preps but you have what's called your your food plan you know what are you going to do when your food runs out and yeah. that's another thing that i try to teach and talk about and and everything and this is where hunting fishing homesteading you know uh skills and everything really come in it's foraging and and everything but if you see a three-headed deer <laughs> probably don't want yeah. to ingest that though, right? yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. fair yeah. Um, well, and that's the funny thing about, you know, the, the previous administration took so much flack for, you know, being, you know, it was, Oh, the resistance, like, you know, you got to fight tyranny. He's going to be a, he's going to be a dictator. Meanwhile, everything that's been happening over the past couple of years is all exponentially more dictatorial. And what they didn't understand is that the previous administration knew how to talk to people like Putin yeah. or Kim Il-sung, yeah. you know, and like, the bridge building that, you know, and the peacekeeping that was made, you know, because sure, like whatever your complaints are about the guy, you know, we all, whatever your complaints are about 45, fair enough. But, you know, it's he, a mean tweeter. <laughs> right. And oh. I love those mean tweets. I love them because they galvanize people who already hated him and hated you anyways. Yeah. You know, so good. You know, all these world leaders think he's an embarrassment. Good. They're all a bunch of globalists. Who cares? They don't mm -hmm. love they don't care about this country anyways, and they're looking to exploit it. So like, mm -hmm. yeah, accelerate to, to going ahead and getting the enemy out in the open. You don't want those wolves to continue wearing wool, yeah. you know, and they are. And, but he knew how to talk to guys like Putin. Yeah. And oh, him he, and him and Putin were, I can't say friends, but they were they amicable. They totally had a very good relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very, good for and, everybody. Putin totally respected him. He respected, yeah. you know. Yeah. So. And that guy only operates off of respect. Yeah. Putin yeah. only operates off of respect. Mm -hmm. And Putin is a nationalist. And mm -hmm. our guy was a nationalist too. Good. That's yeah. how you maintain a healthy relationship. Good yeah. good fences make for good neighbors. You mm -hmm. know, and, and having right. building some sort of high respect, high integrity, high value and trust culture that is that is our tribe and your tribe can work together in the neutral zone, but ultimately our tribe looks out for our best interest and we respect the fact that you guys look out for your best interest yeah. is what keeps people from launching bombs at each other, yeah. not this, you know, this woke, mm -hmm. passive, you know, tapioca mm -hmm. brain administration we have now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ray. Uh, I was just going to say, what's your real opinion? <laughs> Actually... Um, we that can't is. say it because this is straight to YouTube. Uh, I'll be honest with you, Ray. Uh, that we don't is, want to lose our sanctification. That is my <laughs> that is my governed opinion. <laughs> that is well yeah. That is not my that is not my off the chain off the leash no. opinion. Um, mm -hmm. I do have a couple of uh, real quick self indulgent questions. If you if sure. you will indulge me, oh, I want to know uh, one um, what kind of watch you recommend for survival. Uh, or any sort of prepping situation. I, I'm I'm into watches. I, I like watches. I, you know, the G-Shocks are cool, and Timex has a bunch of cool stuff. And then I just would like to get your recommendation on uh, what you think, like, the top two or three uh, general firearms would be that mm -hmm. you uh, think are good options for most people. Okay, watches. 
Uh, I love the army, the Timex, and I've been. I'm. I'm going to actually try to go out and find it again. Army used to put out or uh, issue a Timex watch, mm-hmm. and and this was the greatest watch in the world. I used to have one, and um, but and I think I lost it or anything. But it's it's one of those wind up ones. You got to wind up every day and everything. But it had great illumination. It kept great time. It wasn't quartz movement or anything like that. It was just a great Timex that was made for the army, and you can just beat the crap out of it. And it's just <laughs> you know takes a licking and keeps on ticking. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean it. It, it was, and, and so I love that for a totally, <clears throat> excuse me, totally, um, probably affordable but also reliable watch. I mean, I wore that thing for four years. And I loved it. I mean, we were we were issued them, and so it was the greatest thing. And we got to keep them too. So that's nice. But um, I just kept switching bands. Uh, the band wears out. The watch oh, yeah. kept keeping on, but my band wore out. We had to wear these Velcro bands, and I don't know if you remember. They're Velcro, but they also had uh, covers on them, so mm-hmm. that because these things were illuminated. I mean. I don't know what kind of, of of glow they had. Maybe they had some of the radium or something in it. I don't mm-hmm. know, but yeah. they you, you shine your light on it for like three or four seconds, and you're good to go for an entire hump. And yeah. you know, oh, wow. we used, we used to go at I mean we used to hump at night all the freaking time, yeah. and so you just shine it, ten second boom, and and you're good to go. But you had to have a flap on it. Because yep. you could literally see these watches all over the place. You're not, you're not, <laughs> yeah, like fireflies out there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They use but, the same technology on the HK uh, pistols. They have their uh, their yeah. illumination uh, sites that are not. They have the actual night sites with the radioactive isotope, the tritium. Mm-hmm. But then they yeah. have the others where you just bang them with a flashlight real quick and they'll illuminate for a couple yeah. hours. But that's better technology. Yeah. Um, but that and then and if you're just looking for high speed, low drag and electronic and everything. Everything. I don't know what sort of uh, I, I I run a, a Samsung Note, uh, and mm-hmm. so I love my Samsung Note, and so I also love my Samsung watch. Oh, I, okay. I, I eat the crap out of this thing. Yeah. I'm rough on watches, and uh, a good thing to do is go to Best Buy, buy one, purchase the 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 warranty thing. So if you break it, they'll give you a new one. And yeah. for the past seven years i think i all i've been doing is going in and they've been buying me a watch and all i do is i just keep up, upping upping the, the the you know well we got this later a greater one well how much uh-huh. more oh, it's only 50 bucks more because of your warranty uh-huh. you sign it. me up yeah. yeah and then you get another warranty on top of that oh that's and awesome so, you know but I haven't I haven't paid full price for a watch in, in seven years. I love my I love my Samsungs. I've I've I had a Note Seven, Note Eight, Note Nine. This is a Note Ten. No, I didn't have a Note Nine. I had a Note Ten. So, um, but I love my Samsungs and I love my Notes. And does the uh, does the Samsung watch have uh, like a compass, altimeter, oh, barometer, all that dude. stuff? And yeah, can you can you run it without a like if I had an iPhone, could I still purchase Samsung Watch and use it? No, I mean you can. Oh, come on, yeah, you can. Let's see here. So yeah. you, you twist the bevel, and I I love this. You twist the bevel, and and it oh, changes. Cool. Uh, so I got like there's weather. Uh, yeah. These are these are 
oh, that's my my heart rate and my walking and everything like that. So I instantly nice. know my my wife has an apple and she's always checking how many hours she slept and everything. It took her 15 minutes for it to sink. I wake up in the morning and once it notices that I'm awake, how many mm -hmm. hours did you sleep? Uh, 6.5. You know, or, or <laughs> it's right there. It's all right there. Um, yeah. And then you can choose all these apps and there's a bazillion apps you can put on your watch. Um, and then let's see here. Uh, reminders, calendars. Um, yeah. Barometer and, and everything like that. I mean, cool. you name it, they got it for, for this watch. You can, you can swap out the watch face like crazy. I mean, it takes cool. a beating. It's, you know, uh, I just love it. And I think because this is the, the third gin, mm -hmm. I don't want to say they're going for like 125 bucks right now. Maybe ah, less. Nothing. But yeah. I spent twice know. that on my G-Force or G-Shocks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know? Awesome. Um, that's if you're that's if you're looking for something fancy. This thing does yeah. everything, and then there's a whole bunch of apps that I I got, but I don't put on my watch. But if anything did happen, I can instantly throw them on my watch. I've already downloaded them to my phone and everything. I just need to upload them, and and stuff. And so it's just you know, compasses and all this mm -hmm. other junk that I can I can have. Negative is it does eat up your your battery. Um, no, sure. And yeah. but these run for about three days on a charge. It's pretty good. So, um, yeah. or three and a half days. But uh, there's there's just a lot of things that you can do with it. It syncs. Well, all I did is put my watch on, turn on my 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 thing, find watch, <laughs> done. Oh, that's cool. You know? <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> it's very Samsung useful. Samsung, and uh, and and because uh, we also have Samsung TVs and some other Samsung products mm -hmm. and everything, I run everything off my phone. Yeah. Um, and then I, I I love my Alexa. I believe in hiding in the noise. And mm -hmm. so let them know. I mean, I know I got a dossier that thick on me already. So mm -hmm. why why fight it? And yeah. so yeah, Alexa's my friend. And hide in the noise. Yeah, talk about that. What do you mean by that? Hiding noise. Um, I a, a good friend of mine um, works for a very high well, library Congress, and uh, he is the the um, computer security guy, guru, in for, in charge of the Library of Congress. And so one day I was talking to him, and because uh, I was getting all freaked out, man, should I do encryption? Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I be getting hush mail and PGP everything and mm -hmm. you know, all that other crap? And he was going, dude, he says when, you know, the, the you know, not TSA, shoot, who's it's not CIA. NSA. NSA, thank you. Yep. Yeah, NSA, you know, if if you are doing all this encrypted crap and you're trying to hide and everything, you're going to start raising flags. What is he doing? Why is he wanting to hide? What has he got to hide? Mm, and yeah. so what you're doing is you're putting a, a basically a, 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 a target a, on, a, your back. on your back. Mm -hmm. And so what you, he says, dude, hide in the noise. Just be everybody and just put everything out there. And, 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 you know, the powers that be are just... You know, they're they're not even going to look twice at you, like you're being a digital gray man, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah Which I, I practice gray man a lot when I'm not wearing kilts. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, sure. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, it's basically digital gray man, just blending in with everybody else. Yeah. You know, 
everybody do else that. is doing this. Everybody else has got TikTok. Everybody else got Instagram. Everybody else, you know, just hiding the noise. Yeah, you know, just be one more face just, just screaming in the collage of yeah. digital buffoonery. Yeah, yeah. and that and yeah. that was that was some of the greatest security advice I I've ever been given, and and he gave that to me about ten years ago. And yeah. uh, and he and to this day I still live now more relevant now than ever, and because you know why it's it's a joke and we were kind of talking about that off air, is I, I had someone hit me up on Facebook, and said, well I'm not doing this and I'm going to get off of Facebook and I'm going to get off that and said I'm I'm hiding I'm getting off, and it's like dude they know where you are already, yeah and know everything about you they know what you're going to eat for freaking lunch next Thursday. You know, mm -hmm. based on your credit and all this other crap. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, and he said, well, you know, and he, he kind of challenged me. You know, well, at least you can't find me. Oh, really? Yes, I And can. so there's this there's this website I go to and I, I pay a subscription to and um, popped them up. I, I just, you know, you can look them up by their Facebook name and tell mm -hmm. them who they really are or whatever. And you can just learn all kinds of stuff. They got, if they're on social media or anything like that. You're pegged. I mean, oh, yeah. even if you're not on social media, if I know where you, if I know who your last name is and the city you live in, I could probably find you. Yeah, Easy. within ten yep, minutes. For, yep, for like thirty bucks a month. Yep. Um, if mm -hmm. I have your name or your phone number yeah. or anything like that, email address, I can probably find everywhere you've lived in the yeah. past ten years a number of phone numbers for you mm -hmm. and your family, uh, for anybody who may be connected to you, along with yeah. other social media profiles. Yep. And uh, and that's nothing. And I'm not yeah. I'm not a private investigator. I'm not yeah. anybody special. Spokio. We should invest in yeah. that to find guests. Yeah. <laughs> Start yeah. stalking potential guests. <laughs> Call them on their cell phones. So, Doctor Heiser, <laughs> I know you used to live in Virginia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, um, and the thing is, is all public records too. So you know, yeah. but a lot yeah. of people mm -hmm. don't know how to search public records or anything like that. Yeah. But yeah. and that's all it is. Is, yeah. is they've compiled all this information. It's in an aggregator. Spot. Yeah, and mm -hmm. and so you can find just about anything and everything on. on yeah, it's everybody. it's just a meta crawler of uh, yeah. aggregated information that's mm -hmm. all public domain. Mm -hmm. You know, um, uh, real quick, Ray, uh, any sort of what are like three guns that you think are good for people too? Because and like a big part of your brand is not choosing the gut, right? Like that's one of the cool things about you is that like. You have so much stuff on, you know, knives and improv, mm -hmm. improv weapons and uh, so many great alternatives to guns because guns are like the easy thing that everybody on YouTube mm -hmm. goes to, you know, that they build mm -hmm. their, their little brand off of. But just for you personally, uh, I'd just be curious. What are like two or three okay. that you like? I First of all, I love the nine millimeter and yep. I love my Glock. I'm a, I'm a huge Glock fan. Give me magazine capacity, 16-1 or 15-1. Yeah. You know, more lead downrange. And, and I, 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 these 1911 guys, man, that carry like 15 mags on them just to equal my two mags. Uh -huh. You know, ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so Glock. I love Glock 19s. Um, I, I love Glock 26. Mm -hmm. Glock 17. Oh, the Glock 17 is kind of big. Yeah. Um, the 19 is really good. And then I'm a big fan of the 22. Um, oh, I good. love. I love um, the the Ruger what Mark three Mark five the Mark fours uh, are great Mark with their, their yeah. new takedown system. Um, but I love Ruger, and then I also love the Walter P twenty two. 
And yeah, that is a good get the Walther P22. A lot of Walther P22s have a little thing on them where you can undo it, and it's mm -hmm. got the threaded barrel. Yep, um, and they come with a tool. You can take yeah. the little front piece off, and wow. you can insert the threaded yeah, portion. Yeah, it is totally made. Yeah, it is a great suppressor weapon. Suppressor it really weapon. is, and it's not picky yeah. on its ammo. Uh, no. I've known a couple guys who run those suppressed, and those are really good. And the great thing about the Walther P22 uh, over the Ruger Mark IV, and, and the Ruger Mark IVs are like the gold standard, but the Walther yeah. P22 is smaller, mm -hmm. so your kids can shoot it easier and it's fully ambidextrous mm -hmm, with uh mm -hmm. it's got that european oh, style magazine mm -hmm. uh release built into the trigger guard as opposed to the western style push button and uh and so many people can use it and it also the safety mechanism uh works as a decocker um yeah. on it and it yeah that's mm -hmm. a cool little guy it's a great and and they're inexpensive yeah they're you, you know, know like, like 200 bucks, bucks. Yeah, yeah. 200. um and they come in all these pretty colors. Uh, <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had uh, one in so, Muddy Girl. Um, I, I like that. And then next, I really love the uh, Ruger 1022. I think yeah. everybody needs to have a 1022 in their in their mm -hmm. collection. And then I'm a big fan of the Mossberg 500. 500? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Bracken. 500 and the 590. Yep. And then... Um, and then, yeah, anything, anything Mossberg. And in fact, Mossberg makes, I mean, oh gosh, what is it? Uh, Marshall. The Patriot. Or, no, the, it starts with an M. It's Mossberg, the Maverick. Maverick. Yeah, the Maverick yeah, 88. Mossberg, but the stinking wooden parts were made in Mexico and assembled in Texas. So uh -huh. what? You yeah. know, you're getting a Mossberg. Yeah. Um, you know, it may rattle a little bit. Okay. It but, does. um, <laughs> I had a 590 uh, yeah. Mariner that I loved so much. I sold it and bought it back a year later from the guy. <laughs> I tracked him down. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm a big so fan of that. Mossberg. I love the Mossberg. And then to reach out. And so I'm, I'm kind of. So your 22 is for close and small game and all this other mm -hmm. stuff. And uh, and you know what? If you shoot someone with a 22 and empty a magazine on them, they're going to be hurting. So. Yeah. Stopping power. Um, I, I love my hollow points and my nine, so mm -hmm. I'm all about hollow points. Um, but so we've got 22, we got the nine, we have the shotgun, and I, I love the pump no matter what. So being at 20 or 12, yeah, um, 20 is good to have if you've got kids or and, and if your wife isn't, you know, you go for the 12, go get yeah. a 20 for your wife and kids, and then finally, uh, for a long range and touch somebody weapon, Mosin Nagant. Oh, okay. Throw, throw off the wood, throw uh -huh. on a, a nice Monte Carlo Archangel. or something like that. Mm -hmm. But the guy, I mean, some of the best snipers you read about, some of these greatest snipers and everything like that, all the guns. And you can Simo buy them. Ohio. Yeah. So, I mean, what, 99 to 150, you know. Mm -hmm. Some what, was it Bass Pro or or you know sometimes they they buy like a bazillion of them and you yeah. buy them for ninety nine bucks now you got to clean the crap off of them and, oh, yeah. and and everything but you know for a good cheap gun and and it'll shoot it'll kill 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 walking two two legged and four legged and oh yeah yeah you know and that ammo is not expensive it's cheap yeah yeah, yeah so this are... is realistic prepping. Yeah. To me, this is you know. Then, once you got all that stuff, then you can go out and get your AR, yeah. you know. Um, but you work in stages, yeah. So that, um, you know, and then like with the pump, I, I love the pump because you can fill it with different uh, loads. 
Mm-hmm. So my, you know, uh, my pump, I've got a couple bird. Um, I've got a, a, a couple bucks and then, cause I pulled the tube out mm-hmm. and, uh, and then I got a slug as my last one. Yeah. So, um, my, my, my thought is bird shot is for indoors, you know, kill whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is, you know, the buck is for, you know, whatever. But then the, the slug is to take out the car or the guy in the car who's driving away. Yeah, it worked uh, for the IDF. Ammo. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the IDF used, um, uh, there was, Mossberg made a bolt action. Uh, I can't remember what it was, uh, but they used it for uh, roadblock, checkpoint security, to okay. take out a radiator uh, or an engine oh, block. Oh, okay, yeah. They'd load it with slugs. You know, usually the Brennicky the ko slug the real high velocity stuff but yeah yeah it's, dude slugs are awesome i took a ballistics course one time about two years ago uh over at that training facility and uh i was amazed at how effective slugs were compared to buckshot but they didn't weirdly enough they didn't run uh the risk of over penetration as mm-hmm. much as buckshot did oh wow mm-hmm. because buckshot is like you know eight or nine nine, nine millimeters millimeter. yeah. yeah they're all like you know 38 caliber rounds coming at you but a slug is just one point one ounce fist, you know, it's like a battering ram. So it actually like once it hits something, if it doesn't fragment, like it actually slows down better than, mm-hmm. you know, it's very bizarre. You would never think the, that. the 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 science behind it is is the same science as the longbow. You yeah. know, the longbow is a very slow drawing, very slow shooting, but mm-hmm. it's just got all this force behind it. Same thing yeah. with a slug. Yeah. Slugs are very effective. So yeah, that's yeah. cool. Thanks for indulging me on that, yeah. Ray. I, I really, love talking guns. Yeah. You, can, you can tell. It's yeah, a, we're gonna have show, to have man. you back for like some more violence talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what kind of gun do you think the Archangel Michael would use? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if the apostles were alive today, do you think they'd all have like AK forty sevens or you know, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Uzis. On you. Yeah, Uzis. You know what? You're probably right. They probably wouldn't have Uzis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, I have I have one last question. Uh what about our Canadian brothers oh, up yeah. there? They're going through a really they're going through a really tough situation in Canada. And they're right so now. nice. Uh, they are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what would you tell someone who lives kind of up there in the northern reaches? Um it sucks to be you um it's <laughs> yep <laughs> canada is is really getting screwed blued and tattooed yeah Trudeau is just destroying their country yeah i mean everybody talks about oh free health care it's a mess up there and everything um and then things are costing so much more and then the government is locking down on on what you can buy now and all this other stuff and then i think gas prices are outrageous up there it's it's tough and and then taxes the taxes are outrageous being canadian and 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 again i don't know you know the law uk law or british law or whatever but being Canadian, you're part of the, you are part of the Commonwealth. And when yep. you are part of the Commonwealth, you're able to go wherever the Commonwealth is. And so I'd relocate, you know, yeah. give someone a Commonwealth country, you know, or something <laughs> like that. And just get the heck out of Dodge. I mean, that's, that's, you know, move to Australia or something or, mm-hmm. you know, 
it'd be hard getting into New Zealand. New Zealand produced directions things, but yeah, you know, <clears throat> but yeah, if you have a Canadian uh, passport, you can you can pretty much move within anywhere of the Commonwealth, and um, and then um, from what I'm understanding, again, I, I'm I'm not Canadian. I don't study their law or anything, but for a lot of the Canadians that I knew down in in Costa Rica and Panama. Um, moving along the Commonwealth was, was actually somewhat pretty easy. You know, you get to pay your fees and do your paperwork and everything. It doesn't mean that you become a citizen of that country. You're still Canadian, but you're now, you know, getting residency is a heck of a lot easier. You know, my, my Canadian buddies would get residency so much easier in some of these other, you know, country, you know, Barbados or, or you, you know, Virgin Islands, UK, you know, they would be able to get residency so much faster than me. And so yeah. the, the Canadians are out there, you know, look into look into immigrating or getting out of Dodge for a while or something. Go to one of the other, you know, Commonwealth countries and and stuff. You know? Yeah. So that's probably the best advice. Otherwise, um, Canada's is, you know, Canada is closer to Argentina than we are close to Argentina. I use Argentina as my my thermostat or my my proving ground or yeah. my my benchmark. Yep. And um, kind of the canary in the coal mine. Yeah, yeah. It, it sounds like it'd be a good case to study to prepare for yeah. what's coming. And so, and there's tons of videos on. I mean, look up Argentina uh, uh, economic collapse on YouTube, and there's just a boatload of videos, and it mm -hmm. just walks through, and it's amazing what happened there is happening here, and has, has been happening up in Canada. Yeah. So Canada is closer to the Argentinian collapse than we are, but we're not too far behind, and that's yeah. that's wow. one of the things that scares me. Yeah. So will our will will the administrations and the powers that be drive this nation into the ground? Because Argentina used to be something like what the fifth or seventh richest nation in the world until yeah. they just mm. so. bottomed out. Welcome to socialism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Karl Marx. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Satan. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, Mike uh, Fisher had a couple of comments. We, uh, he said you can use 38 for 357 Magnum for your revolver. Yep, that's oh, very true. I do uh, that, especially, yeah, especially if you uh, get wad cutters. Uh, even cutters can be effective. Mm -hmm. um, and then he also recommends the Keltec KSG, which I actually was thinking about this earlier today. The KSG is like the only bullpup pump action 12 gauge I would ever recommend out of like the five or seven that are out there. Like the KSG, the KSG, like we have that's first of all, it's been around for a while. Second mm -hmm. of all, you know, you can you can run 15 rounds total or you can run the Aguila mini shells and get 21 rounds mm. in the standard yeah. KSG. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, can I Mama Shay here? Oh, yeah. Comment. yeah. And and I would love to. Oh, about the Samsung. Yeah. Samsung be useless when the grid drops. Um, and, and this is one of these these scenarios and everything. And the number one question that you have to ask yourself is if you're going to war with somebody, you want the spoils of war. So everybody mm -hmm. talks about an EMP. EMP truly is is a, a, a situation. I mean, I'm more concerned with the solar EMP taking place. I mean, we've got a lot of solar activity going on right now, but a solar EMP uh, is, is uh, more concerning, but that would hit more globally. But if Russia or somebody, you know, EMP'd us and everything, what do they gain? I mean, yeah. even Iran. What does Iran gain 
because the to the victor go the spoils and if they basically just created nothing that's what that what makes our country so great is our 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 riches and all our infrastructure and all this other stuff that what we do that's the spoils of war and so you know it's up there with nuke i mean i could i could see almost new york being nuked and let's let's you know let's leave the rest of the country alone just you know let's just lob one knock the crap out of it and then you want us to do more yeah i mean so it but i don't see an emp really being something and i'm saying not be concerned you should be concerned i've got a microwave out in my garage which is my faraday cage i've got electronics my extra kindle and some of the stuff in there um so i do I, i i prepare for it but it's not up there on my list and uh because the primary thing is the spoils of war yeah and if you if you emp our nation you've lost everything and then what yeah. you then need to do is come in and rescue Re- us yep you know are they going to want to do that heck no no they want to take out the people yeah so yeah. it's you know well the thing is they're going to have instant slaves and and stuff like that but still mm-hmm. rebuilding this infrastructure is going to take what at least three years and everything yeah. um and and so it, it would be too much of a long-term commitment and, and stuff so especially for I, the telecom lines the telecom lines are in such dire need of repair and replacement and, and mm-hmm. upkeep and upgrade mm-hmm. yeah that like smashing them you know you're setting yourself five years back mm-hmm. you know? now hackers hick, hacking the system and everything i see it more as a more feasible uh so you know feasible uh thing mm-hmm. that could take place situation um but i'm not much into the emp yeah we had it happen like a year and a half to two years ago when uh the uh one of the pipelines uh i think it was in texas maybe uh got hacked Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I might be getting my location wrong, but there was a scenario that happened like that. And, you know, the only other time you really have to worry about that, like um, the Jordani Jovanovic uh, guys, Mike Fisher, he also uh, is plugged in with a company called EMP Shield, which I think is really interesting and cool. And it's a you know, it's a valid question when you are thinking about um, domestic uh, socialist terrorist groups, you know, uh, uh, groups or, you know, maybe for nationalists uh, like ISIS, you know, just people who just like hate us and they don't, yeah. they're just like Joker. They just want to yeah. watch the world burn. Mm-hmm. It's not about the money. It's about sending a message, that kind of thing. And those guys do exist. But when you're looking at geopolitical situations, you're absolutely right. Like they want to be as gentle as possible with, you know, their targeted strikes because what's the point <laughs> you know, if yeah. you, if you wipe us all out, yep. you know, yeah. so. Yep. Yeah. But I, I, and then having a grid down situation, um, the only thing that would really wipe out the grid would be an EMP. A mm-hmm. hacker could, but I think that we would rebound a lot faster versus an EMP. Um, yeah. And then a hacker would be pinpointed. It wouldn't be nationwide or anything like that. So the only thing, I mean, am I prepared for an EMP? Yes, I've got, or I've got some electronics and everything. I do need to get one of these big bag Faraday cages to hold some of my other gear and and everything. But um, but I would be more concerned about the hacker targeting areas and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. I chose where I live for a reason and did a lot of research and, and everything. If we, if we were gonna make a tactical move, then let's make a tactical move. And like I said, went on nuke map and ran every scenario I could. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. And and Shay also mentions natural disasters. You know, I would actually, uh, Ray, if you'd ever be down for it, 
I would love to have you come back on and let's just tackle natural disasters mm. preparedness. Mm -hmm. Cause I think yeah. we could probably talk oh, for an Jeff. hour. I, because been, <laughs> I, I lived through the Loma Prieta earthquake. That's the one that knocked yeah. out the Bay bridge and destroyed the Bay area. I yeah. lived through that. In fact, I was a FEMA inspector for really? for the government looking at damage and so i learned a lot out of that uh we lived i lived through the h1n1 um and it happened in new braunfels texas actually okay. and within like five days about 1500 people died thousand to 1500 people died and they locked and they covered down, right? that up like crazy oh um, my gosh we have yeah. got to talk about that yeah that was in point. uh um oh gosh um I want to say 2006, 2007, look it up. It, you barely find anything about it on the news, but you do know that during that time, uh, the swine flu did hit America. New Braunfels was ground zero, and they locked our town down tighter than a drum. Um, and then, um, you know, the hurricanes, I used to live in Houston, so I mm -hmm. yep. um, did all that. So I've, I've got natural disaster. I got a but friend one who thing, was in... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. One thing that people do not think about, and, and it's probably going to hit almost everybody in one, one time or another, is the pink slip being fired. Yeah. And that's a serious situation. Why not prep for it? Odds yeah. are it's going to happen to you, especially in this day and age. We're mm -hmm. going to see a lot more unemployment thanks to inflation and craziness mm -hmm. and everything like that. So why not prepare for it? You know, forget all the zombies and all this other, you know, mm -hmm. prepper crap prepare for the pink slip yeah you know you yeah. know that you're either you or your spouse or both you're going to get fired yeah. i mean the odds are there so yeah yeah especially in the next year or so yep raymond moore mm. this has been one of the coolest episodes we have yeah. done in a long time we have got to get you back to talk about <laughs> some of this stuff because they're yeah. like i'm gonna there are two or three moments in here where i'm like oh, i gotta remember we gotta have him back so i can ask about this and we gotta i gotta comb back through this because i think we could build at least another hour to two Absolutely. hours interview off of this if well, you'd ever be it? willing to come back i, I haven't even been paying attention to that <laughs> we're two and a half hours in yeah. we got a job oh, actually so. okay cool but um but yeah, yeah well you know a lot of the people who will watch these interviews um are christians yeah uh, they're looking at you know they're looking at end times events they're looking at biblical prophecy mm -hmm. uh, they listen to gary wayne and Derek gilbert they have questions they're not getting answers from churches and at the same yeah. time they're mm -hmm. like why is the country falling down around us it is yeah. completely crumbling mm -hmm. uh so they're they have their eye on all these things and everything you've shared today is really really relevant yeah and to, you're to, to their fear. And, yeah. and I think that as we get, you know, closer to the end of this year and into next year, it would be awesome to have you back at some point. Yeah. And get and get even more like get hyper specific about a lot of these potential scenarios. And there's going to help relieve people's anxiety when they know what to do. Absolutely. And there will be more things as we get closer to like we have availability in uh, mid-December. And, yep. um, you know, as we get closer to the end of the year, once we get into the winter, you know, there are going to be some more salient topics that are going to come up. And, you know, you really are kind of from what I can tell, Ray, you really are kind of doing the work of the Lord here because well, I've you. I love that article that Nick sent me um, about, you know, Christian pacifism. I love I've looked up. I've had a little bit of time to look up some of your other articles and your website is awesome. And I just I like it that there is still a website out there where you can read about this stuff because so many people just put it on YouTube, you know, but it, which is great. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but I like having the option to like actually go to your website 
and look at the comments, look at your responses to the comments and see the dialogue back and forth mm -hmm. and have all these other links to, you know, I, I'm an old school internet guy. So it's like, it's kind of cool to have that. But if you want, you can have the YouTube, you know, channel that you can go to where you can watch the videos or listen to them while you're on the way to work. Mm -hmm. You know, you, are there, oh, go ahead. If you like that article, I'm getting ready probably here soon. I'm, I've got so many articles I'm working on, but <laughs> I've got one called Live by the Sword, Die by the Sword, the Coward's Second Favorite Verse. Oh, yes. And, yeah. and so, and that one is going to be, it's going to blow your mind. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, man. That's there was great. something I, I shared it with Nick and uh, Jay Reese Bradley a while back. There was something that uh, some Christian, some theologian or scholar from probably hundreds of years ago wrote that basically talked about how, like, that's not, you know, maybe I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'm spoiling. I don't know if this is the same conceit that you had for that, but that verse isn't warning you not to use the sword. It's just saying, like, hey, you might have to take responsibility for wielding the sword and you may have to, you may have to wield the sword, but just know that you'll be responsible for wielding the sword and that mm -hmm. that's not a good or bad thing. It's just a law of the universe. Yeah. I drilled you know? down deep in, into cool. that and really look at the situation, what's going on and, and everything. And uh, with that, but I, I, it's, it's a pretty cool article. Oh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm doing my finishing touches on it and, cool. and everything. And uh, I really showed, christ as as the the, the bad mamma jamma yeah bad mamma jamma <laughs> yeah and and people don't understand that they always think he's some nice guy and right is he some hippie no, he was he was mm -hmm. a bad mamma jamma he was yeah. a man. well dude when man. he said you put it in that article uh there was an article that you wrote where you know you show that when this cohort of you know guys come to arrest mm -hmm. him and he says i am he they all fall back or fall or drop to a knee and like yeah it's, it's there like, in scripture I yeah mean, it's, it's right there, there in scripture in, yeah. yeah so think of the power of him saying that and yeah. you're you know yeah. just, you're blown away yeah and, and everything that's yeah. and that's Lion that article is going to be one. on uh that's going to be on raymondmore.com is that where you're going to post yep. that raymondmore.com m-h-o-r.com and um yeah come check me out ray where are the best places for people to find you um raymondmore.com if you want articles and everything and then i also have my youtube uh videos linked into there uh i'm gonna start doing my podcasts you know i've been getting a lot of interviews and stuff for some reason you know <laughs> and god's Great. got me busy and then, um facebook i live yeah. on facebook look up raymondmore.com i mean raymondmore m-h-o-r okay. i'm there um and then yeah friend me best way to contact me is friend me then send me a private message and and stuff and have questions uh yeah. I, I i'm going to be very honest with you i don't have time to chat about the weather and all this other stuff <laughs> you know yeah. i'll be glad to sit and talk to you and chat and give you my time and everything but you know respect my time and don't just hey how you doing and blah 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 yeah you know um but I, because I want to, if I do give you my yes. phone number, then um, know that I want you to call me. And because I don't give my phone number out to everybody. Um, awesome. That's for, that's for, for, for certain situations. Um, but I'm on Instagram. I'm on Gab. I'm on Truth Social. Cool. Um, I'm, I'm everywhere. Um, you know, Raymond Moore or the Kilted Prepper.com. I also have. Um, and so, but that's how people get hold of me. And, um, 
buy my Amazon stuff. Help support my work here. But buy my Amazon stuff. Uh, if you're interested in Thrive, contact me. Yeah. I can help you with that. That's a, that's a really good deal. If you're looking, especially in this day and age, if you're looking to earn some money, you may earn, you earn 10% commission and 7% in free food. Yeah. So um, it's it's a pretty good deal. Um, and because uh, everybody's going to need to eat. Yeah. Um, but uh, those are the ways, best way to contact me. And, you know, I'll let, I'll help you. You know, Love I don't it. mind. I don't mind investing time into you as long as you respect yeah. mine. Absolutely. So. That's great. Well, man, this has been awesome. Thank yeah. you. for Thank you again for reaching out, for coming on the show. And I think you're the first one to reach out to us, actually. Uh, well, there was that one guy in on me, but. He was just yeah. wanted to argue about stuff. Yeah, we don't. This has yeah. been amazing. <laughs> this has been absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, oh, well, what what did it is I saw Derek, and yeah. oh, wow, Derek's on your show and everything, and I, I called him up and everything. He's, yeah, man, cool dudes. Oh, really? I love Derek. Oh, dude, that's so sweet. Like dude, we love guy. Derek. Yeah. yeah, Derek has been so, so good to us, man. That's awesome. He's been good to me too. So. <laughs> and he was uh, he was really generous. Uh, he came on twice. He came on once by himself. And then again with Gary Wayne, we did a 9-11 episode. And then he had us on his show, A View from the Bunker, which was mm -hmm. a huge yeah. honor. Like, yeah. that's massive for yeah, us. Yeah, that was huge. Yeah. So, yeah, we are super blessed to yeah. have you. And I Derek. haven't been on his Bunker show, but I have been on, on some of his Skywatch shows. Oh, yeah. uh, they flew me out to, to, to Skywatch, and I've been oh, on a number cool. of their shows and stuff that's like fantastic. that. Um, so, yeah. Good network of people, man. Yeah. It really seems like it's a great network to, to have, you know, judging by you at least, you know, <laughs> so far. <laughs> awesome. Hey, Mama Shay, I'm glad you love your Samsung. So hope, <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't picking on you. And I'm looking at you there. So. <laughs> and she's actually, she's going to be um, on our, uh, yeah. on our live stream next here week. pretty soon. Yeah. Next, next week. week. Yeah. Yep. She, uh, Powerful it, testimony. Yeah. Yeah. She came out of, um, out of uh witchcraft i think oh, it wow. was, yeah satanic witchcraft and she's mm. she's a christian with her husband raising a couple kids and uh yeah cool. she's really cool yeah so it's gonna be great yeah Coolness. awesome raymond moore the kilted prepper a soldier for god mm -hmm. on a mission don't waste his time keeping us all alive <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah keeping us fed knowledge and uh and occasionally food and really cool knives. Yeah. Well, I, I do appreciate your your time and and appreciate you doing two and a half hours and everything. Yeah. You know, I just I don't shut up. If you just keep that's all right. Questions, I'll, I'll keep talking. But every I do time you do, I learn it. something. It's been a lot of fun. I love to come back and uh, awesome. maybe what I can do is when I start doing my podcasts and stuff, have you guys on. Oh yeah. Oh man, I'd be that. honored. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Dude, we'd love to. And uh, we'll send you some dates for December. See if uh, it lines up for you to be able to come on. And man, I would love to have you back to talk about a couple. I, if, if, and, and this one worked out great. If you have any yeah. cancellations or anything, call me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We, we do occasionally. Actually, that's kind of how this worked. Yep. We got yeah. super lucky. We had another guy who uh, we love very dearly. He's uh, he's one of our first guests. And he was supposed to come on to talk about his audiobook version of his uh, novel and uh very great you know comedian great book blah blah Hilarious, blah yeah. and it just happened that um it didn't get done in time so we had like this awesome little pocket open up and tell you total total god yeah. move you know yeah. yeah works out really well yeah. so thank you jesus you're doing some pretty cool stuff <laughs> thanks ray <laughs> all right awesome well ray thank you sir we'll catch you later yeah and everybody go to uh, raymondmore.com yeah m-h-o-r 
M H O R. Yeah. M O H R. Cause I made that mistake. No. Uh, M H O R. Yeah.com. And a uh, friend of on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Look him up. Friend him on Facebook, watch his videos, read his articles, vital information yeah. from a Christian masculine perspective that we all desperately need in these beast driven times. Well, that's it for this episode, guys. We would love it if you tell your friends about the show. Maybe leave us a good review. And also consider becoming an honorary Gosling. An official exclusive membership to the Gosling gets you exclusive access to interviews and conversations that we can't have on YouTube. Plus, you'll get free digital downloads of some of our books and excerpts and writing. Uh, also, and check this out, you get to participate in a live monthly Discord chat with us. Uh, we do this once a month now. Um, all this plus more if you join our community on Patreon for just $5 a month. I mean, that's nothing. $5 a month, it's a cup of coffee. So go to patreon.com forward slash the Goslings and sign up today. Thanks for listening. Now go forth and strike down the darkness. <laughs>